hello hello welcome on back to second and short this is another new edition episode and if you guys are liking our content and missed the previous episode go ahead and click this icon at the top to see what we talked about james bradbury and be sure at the end of the video to check out a playlist for all the videos we've been talking about for the new editions i am tyler louder and i am joined with aaron ben and aaron uh i haven't asked you this today how you doing I'm doing marvelous. Oh man, that is an improvement from the last time I, I asked you, which was not today. I just, every day, I just feel better than the day before. I'm excited for tomorrow. Alrighty, well, let's let's go back on over. It's Monday, you know, when, we, when we're posting this video. And every Monday we talk about an AFC team and the Houston Texans. You guys had a roller coaster of an offseason. And we're not here to do what everybody on the, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it, the ES blank blank or the Fox Spore blank blank, whatever. You know, all these, all these sports podcasts and websites have been talking about, they've just been bashing you guys. We're here to shine some light and we're going to talk about some positivity that we believe can be positive. We're talking about the biggest impact that you guys brought over in this free agency. Uh, and it was through a trade. It was Brandon Cooks, wide receiver. I mean, you lost DeAndre Hopkins. Sorry, I, should, I should, sorry, shouldn't even bring that up, but you replace him with Brandon Cooks and a lot of other weapons. And now we're going to dive into this whole talk about Brandon Cooks. Aaron's going to lead us off, and it's just going to be about why we think he's going to have the biggest impact for a new addition to the Houston Texans in 2020. Yeah, and first off, I just want to say, whether you're, whether you're a fan of the moves that were made or not, I mean... I'm not trying to say that I think they should have traded for Cooks or not, but I'm, what we're doing here is showing why, why, what impact Cooks will have on the team and why it could be a good thing. So starting off with a little bit of background, Cooks, he had kind of a, he's had a wild career so far in terms of location. Uh, you remember he was drafted by the Saints in the first round out of Oregon State back in 2014. Rookie season cut a bit short by a broken thumb. Played 10 games, had just about 550 receiving yards. But then in his next two years with the Saints, he went over 1,100 yards. And, but then kind of towards the end of that last year, he was kind of getting upset like, about how he wasn't getting enough targets. Um, Michael Thomas was there. He was kind of turning into this big thing that he is now. So then 2017, he was traded to the Pats. And in the Pats, he again, he had 1,000 yards. And then they went to the Super Bowl. He got shell-shocked by Malcolm Jenkins in, in that loss. Oh, good. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's more the same. And the next year, the, the year after he was traded to New England, I don't even know if it was like the exact date, but for like comical purposes, it was the exact same date. He was traded over to the St. Louis Rams and again had another thousand yard receiving another thousand yard season with a third different quarterback. That's three years in a row, three different quarterbacks, thousand yard seasons. That's extremely impressive. He's on a streak of 4,000 yard seasons. Um, when he went to the Rams, he signed a huge five year extension, which we'll talk about in his, his total contract uh, here in a little bit. Um, but then he went, he went back to the Super Bowl again, and it was like the whole like if you can't beat them, join a different team, and then losing the Super Bowl again because then the Rams lost to the Patriots, who he was just on the year before, and they lost. 
you know, and really his career has been kind of steady. I mean, he had that broken, that broken thumb in his rookie year. Uh, he had a concussion. His first concussion in the NFL was kind of reported in 2015, but it wasn't because like three days later he was playing. It's really confusing what they did there. He had another concussion in the Super Bowl um, against the Eagles. And then in the 2019 season, he got another concussion again. So he's at like two and a half concussions. Probably more if we're being honest. I mean, how, how much of that actually goes reported? Yeah, I mean, and well, just based on 2019, it was reported he missed some time with a concussion. Uh, he only finished with 583 yards, uh, which kind of like bookends his career right now. Like it starts with like 550, ends with about 580. Everything in between is great. You know, it's gravy. But you know, then here we are again. He's been with the been with the Rams for about two years, and now he gets traded to the Houston Texans. And I feel like this trade was kind of made out of desperation due to the backlash Bob got. I mean, yeah, it seems like they they got rid of their franchise number one wide receiver, and so they needed to kind of get some more receiving help to offset that. It, this was in April. He was traded along with a fourth-round pick to the Houston Texans for a, the Texans' second-round pick. And then the Rams used that second-round pick to draft another wide receiver, Van Jefferson, from Florida, who we talked about in our draft review episode of the NFC West. And things like this are always interesting because, like, like I'm always going to look at these players as linked. That's essentially what it was. Like, who got the better deal? Should the Texans have just drafted Van Jefferson, or is Cook going to stand out? So right now, Cooks is under contract through 2023. Like the end, he'll he's under contract to the end of the 2023 season. This year, he has a cap hit of eight million dollars, but he can be cut after this year with no dead money incurred by the Texans. So that's something that people kind of overlook when they talk about oh, there was such a bad trade and everything. But he he can be cut next year with no penalty. Uh, he's then after this year, he's scheduled to make 12, 13, and then 14 million in the next years uh, after that. I mean, I don't even know if they could cut him though, realistically. Like, that just seems foolish to trade a second round pick to get rid of somebody. However, DeAndre Hopkins was demanding more money. He wanted to get paid more money. We're seeing, we're going to start seeing receivers touch that 20 million mark like more and more as these years go by in the. Salary cap goes up. They saved a little bit of money here because the second-round pick and Hopkins' salary cap was more than the fourth-round pick and Brandon Cooks. Yes. I know. I know your frustrations. David Johnson brought over a heavy cap. That's a very small, small hill to get over going forward. But Deshaun Watson now has a very, a very nice set of wide receivers with him. I mean, he's got Brandon Cooks. He's got some speed. He's got more speed in Will Fuller. We also have Randall Cobb, who just came over from the Dallas Cowboys, who had a very good season with the Cowboys as a number three in the slot. And he's got some reliable options here. I mean, we're not even talking about the depth they got and everything. And uh, Kenny Stills is another burner they got. I don't know how I forgot about him. Let's, uh, let's, move into this, uh, let's move into this scheme. How does he fit onto this offense? Deshaun Watson can hit anybody. He's, got, he's, he's accurate. 
but how does Brandon Cook's accuracy fit in with this team? Well, I'm going to tell you. Um, first of all, I want to address the fact that a lot of people are saying that since Hopkins was shipped out and Cooks was shipped in, they're saying that Cooks is therefore Hopkins' replacement. But that's not exactly true because they are two, they're two different types of receivers. Uh, we all know DeAndre Hopkins is big, strong. Um, he's a big possession receiver. He's got great hands. He can make those circus catches on the sideline. And uh, he's been doing that his whole career. Cooks is more, you know, the speedy, deep threat who is also great after the catch. He's not going to go up and make these contested catches like Hopkins does. But he'll catch, he's one of those guys who can be open 30, 40 yards down the field, or he can take a slant pass and, and turn it in, turn a seven yard gain into a 50 yard touchdown. But look what we're going to do here. I'm going to give you some stats about the tech. Texans offense with a certain receiver and without a certain receiver. And I'm not going to tell you who that receiver is. We're going to play a game. I love games. Okay, I invented this game up right now. And then at the end, we're going to try and guess who that receiver is. So the Texans offense with mystery wide receiver passes for 297 yards per game. That's passing yards. Without that mystery wide receiver, that's cut almost in half to 158 yards a game. Okay, uh, with the receiver, they score uh, almost seven points per game more. That's a touchdown more per game. And then they have an eight and three record with that receiver and a two and three record without the receiver. Who am I talking about, Tyler? Well, before we flip over this slide and show everybody the answer, let's give them a second. Okay, they've had a second. You can pause the video if you want. You probably thought we were talking about DeAndre Hopkins because that's who we've been talking about up to now. But no, that Texans wide receiver is so important to the offense is Will Fuller. He's got blazing speed. He can take the top off the defense. And that allows Watson to either find Hopkins sure hands like in the mid to intermediate range on the sideline. Or sometimes Fuller is open down the field and you can get the ball to him on a long bomb. I know the Titans my, my team has been burned by them so by Will Fuller so many times and so Tyler you're probably asking yourself why, what does all this have to do with Brandon Cooks why are we talking about Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins and every wide receiver on the Texans besides Brandon Cooks well before we do that can we talk about some behind the scenes action that's going on for you fans out there if you guys didn't know, while Aaron was describing all these types of catches, he was motioning with his hands these catches as well. And I'm telling you right now, there's a reason why he's not in the NFL. So <laughs> I'm just waiting for my call <laughs> to get that try at. You know what? Maybe, you know what? You need to start being nicer, and Bob will give you a call. Uh, anyways, though, why aren't we talking more about Brandon Cooks? I mean, Will Fuller's stuff is great. Everybody knows about DeAndre Hopkins. That's not why people are here. All right, so even though Cooks is more similar to Fuller than he is to Hopkins in terms of play style and, and like, Cooks is a, like a speedy guy like Fuller is, he can't play that Hopkins role in relation to Fuller. Uh, instead of, but instead of being open on the sideline for one of those jump balls, Watson, Fuller can take the top off the defense. Watson can uh, get the ball to Cooks on the slant or a short pass, and he's going to have a lot of room to run because those safeties are playing deep, trying to keep up with Fuller. 
Um, so the difference is, and here's what like the main change is in their offense with Cooks compared to Hopkins, is that when Will Fuller, he has this tendency to get hurt. And so when he was hurt, he affected their offense because everyone could just double, triple team DeAndre Hopkins and they'd be fine. What happens now is that when Will Fuller inevitably gets injured, I don't like to predict injuries, but I mean, it happens a lot. He missed five games with injury this past year. Cooks can come in and he can play, he can take over Fuller's role. He's got enough speed where he can come in, he can take off the top off of the, the defense and that will leave Kenny Stills or Randall Cobb open. It, they've also got David Johnson, Duke Johnson, who are good pass catching backs. Um, they'll be open in the intermediate range, the short range. That's how the offense kind of changes with Brandon Cooks as opposed to DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's what they're looking to do this year. Sorry, I talked a lot. No, you're good. I think more people are going to get more open looks. They're going to get more one-on-one options. And if healthy, this Texans offense actually is built very well. I mean, we've seen teams make it to the Super Bowl with way worse options than the Texans got right here. I mean, you just listed off two burners, two guys that can work underneath. I mean, another one of those guys that can work underneath and Brandon Cooks can burn off the top. Two good pass-catching running backs. And the glue to all this is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is completely there to, to take over and everything. And he's going to be able to help Brandon Cooks get back on track. If, if Brandon Cooks can post 1,000 yards with Jared Goff, then he can do it with Deshaun Watson. Simple Easy. as that. And all it comes down to is his head. If he can keep healthy, if he doesn't get a concussion, with or without Will Fuller, I, I think Cooks, Stills, and Cobb are good enough tandem if Fuller's out to get the job done. With Fuller in there, they can run four wide, and it's going to be so hard for teams to cover any of these guys. And the fact that Cooks is so good that he can play on the outside or in the slot, he can burn you over deep, or he can get you on that quick slant and you know do the yak and just get those yards after the catch brings his versatility to this team and is going to help out Deshaun Watson more. I mean, speed, speed is the name of the game now. I mean, receivers and defenders, everybody's getting faster, stronger, bigger, all at the same time. And if you don't have speed, then it's going to hurt you. And I think Brandon Cooks brings a speed aspect that the Texans need. Now, let's talk about the impact. I kind of dipped my toe into this water a little bit, but I just want you to dive on in, man. Give me a short-term impact for Brandon Cooks. Short term, he's like up to now on third downs. Like I said before, teams knew, like, sorry. Short term, up to now on third downs, uh, everyone knew the ball was going to DeAndre Hopkins. I knew it, you knew it, my grandma knew it. Everyone knew the ball was going to Deshaun, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And most of the time, he made the catch. Uh, but now on third downs, the ball's just gonna go to whoever's open because they're gonna they have so many players, like we talked about, who should be open on third and long, like third and seven, third eight, third ten. Cook, Stills, Fuller, uh, either Duke or David Johnson. And to be honest, I think it could make it could potentially make Watson a better quarterback. 
because uh, you know you know how they always say that, like Matthew Stafford when he was early in his career would just kind of chuck it up to to Calvin Johnson and he would come down with the ball and triple coverage. So that's kind of like that's kind of what Deshaun Watson did a few times with with uh, Hopkins. And I mean you can't blame him because if you have a receiver like that, why not? But that kind of maybe led him to just kind of rely on Hopkins maybe a bit too much. Without him there, he'll have a lot more guys. He'll have to like adjust to that and become a lot better at spreading the ball around. Yeah, I mean he's not going to be forcing the issue too much. You know, it's like it's like pushing the envelope, trying to push it over to somebody without knocking it off the table. You know, eventually if you just keep pushing, you're going to make a mistake. And I think that's what happens with Hopkins sometimes. You know, because it's just it's it's why wouldn't you go after your best receiver? I mean, look at Dante Culpepper and Randy Moss. You know, over oof, God, that was like twenty, that was like twenty three years ago when he was drafted. That's crazy. But just look at that situation. I mean, it's like you have a guy who you just always throw it to him. He'll get it. He'll make you look good as a quarterback. But what's going to happen now is that it's going to all be about the creativity on, like, how quick Watson can get the ball out to his receivers. Brandon Cooks is going to have that ability to, like you already said, take the top off a defense and allow other receivers to dominate underneath, take the top off a defense and burn somebody or be that guy that goes underneath and just rack up those, you know, rack up that yak. I love saying yak uh, for receivers, but that's yakety yak yak. And that's that's what Cooks is going to do for this team. He's going to stay healthy. And if he stays healthy, I mean, another thousand yard seasons along the way, I think the Texans are going to be more dynamic than they were before because it's just, it's it's so easy to game plan for DeAndre Hopkins. I I mean, okay. Hang on, rewind that. It's not easy to game plan for DeAndre Hopkins, but it's easy to throw a second guy on one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, I mean, no, no one's saying it's easy to like contain Hopkins because even with double coverage, he's still going to get the ball. But it's easier to game plan for one guy than it is to game plan for an entire offense. All right, last thing here for impact, long-term impact. I think his cap number for the 2021 season isn't... Out of the out out of the range of keeping him at twelve million, I think thirteen million is fine as well because he is very young. I mean, Brandon Cooks is gonna be he won't even be thirty. He'll be like thirty years old in the off season when his contract ends. I think you could ride this contract out for as well as long as as long as he's playing at a high level. If he can get back to where he's at, Texans will be fine. I don't think they're gonna need to draft another big receiver, you know, for a while. Granted, they don't really have a lot of draft capital that they could have used this year to get a receiver. Next year's receiver class does look good, but I think Brandon Cooks is going to return to a top-notch level, and he's going to help provide this team a much-needed long-term answer at receiver that is also happy with being there and is happy with how much he's making. I understand Hopkins was an answer, but he wasn't happy with how much he was making. He wasn't getting along with Bob. So, predictions. And I'm going to kind of ask you some things. You give me a yes or no, over, under, maybe so, tic-tac-toe, whatever. Brandon Cooks. So, if we're talking this year, I think he definitely goes over 1,000 yards again, no question. Probably closer to about 1,200, 1,300 yards. Uh, touchdowns, I don't know, like three. Really hard for me to predict touchdowns. Let's say like 
anywhere between five and ten tutties. Uh, I don't think he's gonna have DeAndre Hopkins like production. Like he's not gonna get up to like 14, 1500 yards. But the ball will be spread around more, and I think other receivers like Stills and Fuller will see a bump in their production. I agree with the yards that he's gonna get over a thousand yards again. I think his touchdown numbers will be low. It'll probably be like a four, five, but that's still fine for me. Here's what I want to know. Over under, 13 games played. I'm going to go over. I think he'll keep it together this season. I mean, it's, I know he's concussion prone and it's hard to predict injuries, but I think, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, over. Over 13 games. And if that's the case, Houston, Texas fans, you've got to be happy. Now, he's not going to come in and be an all-pro. I mean, he might, he might, but if our expectations, he's going to come in and be a consistent option for DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to come in and be a consistent option for Deshaun Watson. And that's all you can ask for. For a guy that's making less money than who you were paying, he's going to help you spread the ball some more by being able to be a good option on the outside or inside. And I just think overall that a lot of media has been bashing the Texans and their moves. And you know what, Texans fans? You have something to be happy about. You got a guy that wants to be here. He's happy to be here. He's affordable. And if healthy, he's another 1,000-yard receiver that can take the coverage away from your other options. And that's going to do it for us here on Second and Short. You know, this has been fun covering these guys, going back and forth, AFC, NFC. And you know what? This episode, well, it seemed a little odd if we were talking about or whatever. You're not happy with Bob. It's still fun, nonetheless. And if you guys like our content that we got going on here, be sure to hit that subscribe button in the bottom right corner. Uh, stay up to date on all of our new additions videos. Also, hit that like button. Let us know that you are appreciating these videos. You know, it, it just even if you're not a fan of the team, if you like what we're delivering here, and if you're not a fan of it, let us know. Uh, send send Aaron a personal text message or. DM it, you know, slide into his DMs on Twitter or Instagram. Speaking of social media, check us out. We're on Facebook as well. Search for Second and Short. Um, link is also in the description. Same for Instagram. Uh, we're, we got new posts going up every day, not necessarily podcast episodes, but news updates, discussion points, uh, funny things that I think are funny and probably no one else does. Um, so give it a look. No, I mean, like, our wives like those those funny posts, so, so. I mean, do they? I mean, a petty like is still a like, but nonetheless, thank you guys for listening, and you guys have a good night. <laughs>